Welcome to The Covid Effect, a podcast mini-series brought to you by The Razor's Edge. In this series, we talk to music industry insiders delving into the effects the Covid pandemic has brought upon each guest's field within the industry. In episode six, Paul chats with Rob Toogood, the founder and owner of Fuel Rock Club in Cardiff. They chat about the effects the pandemic has had on the club, the help they've had from various agencies and what the future holds. Over to Paul and Rob. Good evening, Rob. How are you, Hello. mate? Hello. How are you doing, Rob? Hello. You okay? Hi, mate. Yeah? How are you doing? Bang on, bang on time. Always, mate. Always. <laughs> How are you? All right, yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. The weather could be better, but, you know, we're all still alive, aren't we? Indeed we are. Brilliant. Well, thanks for your time tonight, mate. Appreciate it. That's all right. So, Let's start off with a, a bit of background to, to Fuel, because obviously this will be going out to people that don't know where Fuel is and um, okay. anything. Obviously, it's a rock bar, but it's a lot more than that. Music venue, part of the Womanby Street community, part of people's lives in a lot of ways, as well as yours, but a lot of people that are there all the time. Give me a bit of background yeah. about how it started for people that don't know. Well, yeah, we started off as a... Um, I mean, I, I've been a DJ in various clubs in Cardiff for like since ooh, getting on for 30 years now I believe and, um, <laughs> and we, we I was playing in various nightclubs and I, I just fancy I've always liked rock and metal I've been a, a massive sort of metal fan and I thought I'll start a club night so we started my partner Angie and I started one uh, in a little club called the Riverside Hotel which is just across from the Millennium Stadium there in a little basement and then um, mm-hmm. spent a bit Spent a bit of time plugging it, and then uh, I think we spent three months plugging it, and then on the first night we were full, and uh, it was obviously there was a market for this. So then we kept on going every other weekend, every other Saturday. Then we decided we were too big for the place, so we moved to another club on Guildhall Place yeah. uh, in town, which was uh, called Pure at the time, and we were mm-hmm. doing really well there. And then uh, and that place closed all of a sudden, So and there was a weird period where we were um, wondering whether we were going to go anywhere because the problem is if you find, if you've got a club night and you want to put it on on a Saturday night in town, it's really hard to find a venue yeah, yeah. that'll accommodate you. So anyway, so one day we were, we'd been to a friend's birthday party and we were wandering around Wumby Street and we, uh, we popped in the full moon for a drink and that was uh, going strong at the time and then we, um, as we left, we were, we were handed a flyer for a cocktail bar next door called Bar Solo. So we went in, we'd never seen this place. I'd look around and, uh, I was a, chat, a mutual friend of ours, Julian, Julian Birch, and we were sort of looking around, and uh, Julian turned to me at the bar, he loves this, he said, uh, the dude, he said, I think this could be the place. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, yeah. So we met with the owners, had a chat, came to an arrangement, and then, so we, we, we took on the place, and that, that's when we sort of morphed. We'd been, we'd been doing live bands uh, occasionally in the first venue, and then the second venue, but um, yeah. we realised it's a full-time venue, and uh, you know uh, our music scene revolves around the live music. That we, that it was important that we were a live venue. So we had a stage built. We um, we opened on the first night. We took over fishy with with a show like gig from Tiger Sales, and uh, yeah. And since then, we've gone from strength to strength. That we we're we what we're proudly what is called now a grassroots music venue, which is it, which is very much the starting point for bands before they move on up the ladder to. Um, yeah, Club Eva Bach and uh, Tram Shed, and then the sky's the limit, really. Yeah, sure, sure. 
And over the past, I mean, Womanby Street's had a a rough enough run over the past few years with all the the uh, the crap that's been going on with the uh, the grassroots venues in Cardiff and and stuff. So, where did you think you were just before the pandemic? Did you feel you were actually at a a really good place because you'd run through all the stuff about the the flats in Womanby Street and people were rallying round. There was great support for it. I think so, Paul. Yeah, I think we, um, yeah, we're pretty stable as a business. Looking forward to the future. We, and I mean, regarding you know, twenty twenty one, we where we were all waiting for the um, the Ramstein gig, which was potentially yeah. twenty 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 was potentially uh, going to be an incredible year for us. Mm. You know, we um, that Ramstein show was potentially the biggest, the busiest date we were ever going to have. Yeah. So there was yeah. So we were looking forward to a lot of things: the festivals, the gigs. Uh, Eradication Festival going on to the strength of strength, metal to the masses, the bloodstock thing we do is huge now, and and all that was in place. And then um, I can I can tell you a story. Just before lockdown, I was went, went to see some friends in Portugal, yeah. And I was sat um, sat having a beer on the strip in Albufeira, and at nine o'clock, uh, police came marching down the strip with masks on and trenches, physically closing the pubs at nine p.m. Wow! And it, it, it was at that moment that I. I sort of knew what was coming, you know. Within, yeah. You know, within, within weeks they closed us all down. So um, yeah. You know, but we were happy. I mean, we were we were trying to carry on after the government, you know, told wouldn't close the pubs, but told people not to go. And but then we came to that decision that, as there's such a close knit community as you talked about, the um, it it just wasn't right to encourage everyone to come and mix. Yeah. Yeah. And socialize. It would. It's a matter of time before someone we know would have would have got ill, you know. Yeah, sure. So you got your first inkling, obviously, in Portugal. What about over in 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 Wales, in Cardiff? What kind of information did you get from the authorities? It's hard to remember. Now, I'm thinking now. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard to remember. I think we just suppressed for most of us, you know. And yeah. then we uh, we would talk. We got we were involved with people like for Cardiff who and the Cardiff Licenses Forum, and everyone sort of talked about you know what was going to happen, and then. Off it went. I mean, we've been relatively well. We, it's been a tough time for us all, but then we're lucky in that as a grassroots music venue, it got to the stage where we we all had our sort of grants from the council, you know, which a lot of all the businesses had, which which tied us over. Right. And then we were all we all came to the conclusion: you know, how long is this going to go on? You mm. know. So we we fur- we were lucky in that we furloughed all our staff. We mm-hmm. kept all our staff on. Um, and then we had we applied for a Welsh government has a thing called Creative Wales, which is a an office that just um, just deals with film and music, and they've been fantastic. So they started a cultural relief fund, or they they administered a relief fund that we were able to apply for, and that 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 again has helped us tide over. So again, all our staff are still in employment basically, and um, and we've managed to keep the place stable. Yeah. But uh, until March, because that's what everything is hinging on, is yeah, anyone's yeah. plans. Yeah. It's like about the moment, none of us know what's happening post-March, because uh, everything keeps on changing, and we've, we've known it. The uncertainty is the, is the worst bit. It's, yeah. It's, it, it, someone will ask me, when can we have a gig? And there, there is no answer. You know, no one has that answer yet, in Wales particularly. No, sure, sure. So you you talked about your staff, and I think it's brilliant that you've been been able to to keep them all on. How have how have they been? Because obviously it's 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 terrible for everyone. But of course, if you your 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 job is is uh, on the line as well, 
have they have they been able to keep their spirits up and stuff? Because you reopened for a bit, and obviously there was a really good vibe, even <laughs> yeah. even though everyone was like two meters away from each other, you know? Yeah. Well, we yeah, I mean, they keep in touch the staff. We've got quite a vibrant staff, you know, WhatsApp and Facebook group, and they they all keep in touch. And uh, they were they were having the regular sort of quizzes and that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, they 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 yeah. We, keep, we I think everyone's desperate to get back to see all their friends, aren't they? You know? Yeah, absolutely. And what about, I mean, the other thing that I always think about with fuel every time I come, and it's not as often as I like because it's a ball ache to get home to Newport from, <laughs> it shouldn't yeah. be. I'm only like 10 miles away, but it's a real ball ache. But every time you come there, there are there are people there that are coming in for the first time, and then there are people that have been there since you opened, like Mr. Birch, for example. Um, you know, have you had... Um, has there been an impact on on any of them? Because obviously, you know, metal fans are notoriously, um, uh, you know, they struggle with their mental health quite a lot. And for a lot of people, even when I came into Cardiff, you know, you get to Womanby Street and you'd breathe a sigh of relief that you'd run the gauntlet of St Mary Street, and you you were you were in the safe place, and you were going to the haven where you could actually relax for the evening. Has there yeah, been we, any? We, we we've Sorry. said that to a lot of people, and people haven't. I did a, I chatted to the guys from those Sam Crows last week and it was a similar thing, you know, venues like ours and, and other, like the Moon and, and other places yeah. like the Pub in Newport, you're right, people, people come there because there's a community and we do, we do worry about those people because a lot of people come there on their own, like you say, and they just meet their, it's their socialite and that, that, we, there's not much we can do personally about that, but just, just get back as soon as we can, yeah, you're right, these places are a haven for, for people who, uh, who, who, who aren't, I don't want to go to the normal venues, like you say. Yeah. So when when you were able to reopen, I think it was July, wasn't it? Late July, I think. Yeah. You yeah. obviously you obviously had to put quite a lot of measures in place, and obviously you expanded it over the 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 the, the months that came. Um, how much effort? How much money? How much uh, hassle was it to try and get it organised so that you could actually? get people back, get the staff working and at least get a little bit of action there. Yeah, it was a lot it was a lot of work involved. I mean the the the, the biggest thing on top of my head straight away was the was the tables because everyone had to be sat down. Yeah. So then so then you've got to find as many tables as you can that you can socially distance. But then when you're closed or when you you've got to store those tables yeah. somewhere. Um kind of council to be fair to them did a did a thing called a memorandum of understanding where they they let us all have outside areas. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they where normally you'd be assessed and pay you pay for all that, but they they did they let. That's why all of a sudden all over Cardiff um, there were outside areas springing up. Um, but then it got and that was fine. And, and then there was a lot of administration of tables and paying stuff online. You know, contactless payment. And and then of course as as J- July and August then went onwards, and then the famous the famous Welsh weather kicked in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, we were lucky. We temporarily had an outside area next door. There, our landlord uh, very kindly sorted out for us, which we opened to carry on when we opened with. But yeah, it was it was a lot of work for 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 the admin for my other half, you know, to to book non-stop all weekend. You'd be booking tables in, and um, yeah, yeah, that was a bit of a, um, a pain in the neck, to be honest. Sure, and and since then, obviously, you've had uh, local lockdown fire break six o'clock shutting then tea and coffee only and now another lockdown is it the 
uncertainty about what's going to happen that causes the most problems? Yeah, I think so. I mean, to be honest, what what I mean, what we have said is we're 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 trying to use this time. Uh, the, the the one the one flip side, if there is a positive to this situation, us and a lot of other venues, touch wood, will will never be closed for this long again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, a lot of us, if you've got things to do to the building that you yeah. can afford to do. Now is the time to do it. So we've been, like, we've got a bit of new signage. We've got, hopefully, got we got a canopy outside now, which um, do some flooring, maybe do some other internal work, you know, financial submitting. But yeah, yeah, we we we're trying to use our time. We're there all the time. Which I tell you, what's really good is the merch sales. So yeah, I was going to ask deal. you about that. How has that been? It's, re- it's it's really good. I mean, I just had an order today to send uh, a t-shirt and a a beanie hat to Cincinnati, Ohio, and it's like, wow. what the hell? And it's really, I love it, it's really cool, and you, you think, you know, and it, it, you never know who's out there listening, and yes, yeah, so that's all on, online, and our big cartel page, if anyone wants to want to do that. We had the, the crowdfunding did well, we raised a few thousand on the crowdfunding, yeah, which yeah. is part of the Save Our Venues thing, and, and again, through this, we've been dealing with um, the Music Venue Trust, has been great as well, and it's an ongoing thing. I mean, as long as we're well, we're okay, but it's all the other venues out there as well. And what about your what about your neighbours in this in the street? You know, the Moon and Club and stuff. Are they? Are you, you're obviously in contact with all of those guys. So are they all holding steady? Yeah, I think I think Club and I think the Moon also had um, uh, applied successfully to the sort of uh, I think it's Culture Stabilisation Fund. Yeah. So yeah, we should we should all come back strong. Uh, Hopefully stronger, but it, but as it, again, we've no idea. We at this stage, we've no idea when that's going to be. Sure, sure. <laughs> and that, and that, that's the hardest thing, really, is the uncertainty of um, yeah, of when of when it's going to happen. And it's it's just the same for everyone. The uncertainty's huge, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And and um, in terms of when you do reopen, obviously. There's going to be so many bands that want to play that you're you're going to be uh, night after night wall to wall, aren't you? You'd really hope so, wouldn't you? I yeah. Mean, um, I mean, the, 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 some of the bands I feel sorry for a lot. A lot that we were talking today, me and Angie, about this about the, um A lot of the bands their they their trajectories have slowed somewhat. You mm. know, it's like to have a year off from your from your career is really tricky. So. Hopefully they'll all stick with it, and uh, as you say, I, I hope that people will will come back to enforce the, to their local venues, you know, and, and start supporting their independent businesses. And um, let's hope if anything good comes out of this, it'll it'll be that that people support their small businesses more. Sure, sure. Okay, Rob, that's brilliant. So, any final uh, plugs for the venue that you want to give? Uh, we just can't wait to see everyone again. I mean, we um, we we always have this conversation with a lot of people about rock venues and live music venues, particularly rock venues. You can't, you can't, you you can't run one of these and not love it. You yeah, know, yeah. Like you can't fake it. It is, you know, you don't you don't think, oh, I'll set up a rock venue. Mm-hmm. You do it because you because you want to go to a rock venue. Uh, we just love being there and seeing everyone, and we can't wait to see everyone as soon soon as soon as we can get back and start rocking again. Brilliant. And you must be missing your maiden fix at the moment as well, haven't you? Oh, I had, I had three pubs last year. No. I had Israel, Poland and Italy. That was my 
23rd country. Yeah. But uh, but who knows when that's going to happen. We had Poland was rescheduled for June, but who knows if we can fly there. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. Just, just go to see a gig again. It's yeah. The festivals are the one. Let's hope that... Uh, Let's hope the bloodstock is yeah. able to go ahead in August, being later in the season. Yeah, we're desperate to get out and drink some cider in a field somewhere, aren't we? Indeed, absolutely. I mean, I remember the last bloodstock we were at, we were out at about 2 o'clock in the morning on one of those tables in the VIP having a beer, and it was great. So, yeah. fingers crossed. Thank you, mate. Great to speak to you. Take care. Give my love to hands. Catch Cheers, up with you soon. Take care, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels. For more information on this podcast, or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews and more, head over to our website, www.theraziseedge.rocks.